Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. This podcast is all about my reflections and revelations as a wife, mother, and educator. During our time together, I hope you will learn something from my stories and laugh a little along the way. Stay tuned for today's message. Welcome to episode 48, entitled Small Interactions, Big Impact. Recently, a friend of mine, Danae Acker, posted a thread on um, Twitter about this doctor. Her name is Kimberly Manning, and I'll tag her um, her handle in the show notes so that you can go back and actually find that post and read it. But she was just talking about how she was in line at the parking garage and there was a long line of cars behind her and she was scrambling to try to find her misplaced badge and how she was kind of going through what this was this interaction was going to be like when she got to the safety attendant or the gate attendant and it didn't quite go the way that she thought it was going to go but there was a positive interaction and she felt like it was because of those small interactions that she'd had with this guy in the past and it made her day easier it made his day easier and it was just very heartwarming and it inspired this episode and it's made me really think about some things that I've been doing here lately and so it made me think of my life as a wife a mom an educator that's what greater is in me is all about um so as a wife you know it's those quick texts that Mark will occasionally send me and it always comes at the right time and we kind of can go back and forth and just be really pleasant with each other affirm each other share our appreciation for each other but what I want y'all to know before y'all go through the whole oh that's so sweet that text will then be followed by a video of somebody telling a joke somebody falling somebody not singing very well in church because that's how Mark Joseph is it's the setup it's the balance it's the sweet it's the the affirmations it's the appreciation and then I know that there is definitely some foolery that's about to follow and that's why I love him good balance you know what I'm saying Um, And then it's that occasional or that just random, I love you, mama, that Jeffrey will say to me as he is, again, for the hundredth time, passing me to go to the kitchen. I don't understand why he's always hungry. I don't don't understand. Like he's, I know he's a seventh grade boy and most people are probably like, that's just, I mean, that's probably just the beginning, but it's a lot. He's thoroughly enjoyed himself over these past days with all of this Thanksgiving food and all of these snacks. And I just think he's going to be in a withdrawal situation when he goes back to school tomorrow because he's going to have to use his school stomach and not his home stomach. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, so I start thinking about those small interactions um, while I'm working as an educator. So I work at a middle school in upstate South Carolina, and there are over a thousand students that attend. And then there's probably you know, a hundred staff members when you start thinking about the teachers, the administration team, the counselors, the front office staff, um, you know, custodians, our food and nutrition, our volunteers, our mentors, just a lot of different people that I interact with because I'm the instructional coach. So I'm out and about, 
I'm in classrooms, I'm doing class changes, kind of supervising, trying to get to know the kids because they're the client. And so as an instructional coach, I feel like it's important to be in touch with the students and their experience because that's what we're there for. And we don't think like middle schoolers, nor should we because we're college educated adults. But we have to be able to talk to our students about their experience so that we know what we're doing well and what we need to improve. So I interact with a lot of people during the day. And since reading that thread on Twitter, I've been more aware about my small positive interactions that I'm having with people. And so I have decided, yes, I'm going to continue to say, walk, please. I say that instead of saying, stop running. That's what I want to say. Like, why are you running? Like, there's 300 people in the hallway. Why are you running? But I say, walk, please. Let's be safe. That kind of stuff. Now, if they don't stop, I do call them back. Come here for a second. Did you not? You know, I go through that whole thing. This is not safe, blah, blah, blah. Um, But normally, walk, please kind of works, okay? And then I do have to do the whole, come here for a second. Where's your ID? Did you lose your ID? You know, all of those things. So I'm going to continue to do those things. But I also want to make sure that I acknowledge those students who are doing the right thing and making all of our lives a little bit better. Parents, can you please talk to your students when they wake up in the morning or send them a text and say, hey, try to make the staff's job a little better, their lives a little easier, especially during this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, this is a great time for folks to volunteer, to get a glimpse of what really goes on on the day-to-day. We welcome you. Please sign up, get approved go through the process. Help us. Help us, please. Anyway, so I'm thinking about, you know, how can I have these small interactions when I'm doing class changes so that I am helping students have a better day and hopefully they will reciprocate that. So picture it, upstate South Carolina, 2022. I'm standing on a seventh grade hall during a class change and one of the students, I'll call him B, He told me last year when he was in the sixth grade that he played AAU ball and then I actually saw him play in a gym where my son was playing. And we're not going to get into AAU today. Y'all know how I feel about AAU. We Several episodes I've dedicated to that. So run that back later on. But today we're going to be positive, positive, positive. So I I see him and I say, hey, B, let me talk to you for a second. And he rolls his eyes so hard. And I, and I can see him mouth, I didn't even do nothing. I didn't even do nothing. And so first I said, why, why did you react that way when I called your name? And he said, because the only time teachers really talk to me is when they think I've done something wrong. Y'all, when I tell you that comment hit me so hard and it hurt me, it hurt me so bad. And I immediately told him, I said, I'm sorry that that has been your experience and I want to change that right now. And then immediately I felt his mood or his energy shift. And I told him, I said, well, actually I was calling you over here because I wanted to know, did you make the basketball team? And he smiled and he said, yeah, you know, trying to be cool. But he was like, yeah. And I said, okay. I said, well, my son made the team at another middle school so I won't be able to come to the games like I did last year because you know all the kids know I come to try to come into as many games as possible when I can but I told him I said but let me look at the schedule and when he has a bye week then I'll make sure that I come to see you play and then again 
there was a shift in his mood and his energy. This conversation probably took less than two minutes, y'all. It was a small interaction that made a big positive impact on that child's school experience, if only for that day. And so each day since then, I have intentionally created space to find him, to see him in the hallway or in the cafeteria, and to call him over and just have a conversation with him very quickly, one minute, maybe two, but normally just a quick check in and say, hey, how's it going? What was your favorite class? If you could rate your experience here so far today, one through 10, what what would be your highest experience? What would be closest to 10? Just engaging him a little bit and then... One day I saw him in a line, not in a library, in a cafeteria, and he went back and I could see his friends saying, what happened? He was like, nah, she was just checking on me. Because the kids had expected that I would be like any other teacher, any other administrator, any other staff member, that I'd only called him over there for something negative, and he let them know, nah, she was just checking on me. And so my question is, how many students feel like that at your school? How many staff members feel like that at your school? How many of your family members feel like that? Like you only call to complain or remind them of what they did wrong. Or as a staff member, you only talk to them when you're reviewing data or talking about lesson plans and giving some feedback on that. How many of our students who are just going about their day and normally are really doing the right thing, not perfect, but doing the best they can, How many of them just fly under the radar? Because we spend 90% of our time on 20% of our population that are causing the chaos and confusion. So what I've decided to do since I read that thread is to be more intentional about those small interactions that I have with staff and students and even with my own family. Now, I have a whole lot on my plate as the instructional coach and There's a lot of things going on in my brain that I I need to see this person and I need to check this off my list. So my face a lot of times is in RBF mode, just to be honest. But I'm trying to be more aware of relaxing my face and smiling and saying hello, walking around to ask people, how can I support you? Not, is everything okay? What do you need? But asking that question intentionally, how can I support you? Giving them an opportunity to think about the support they need, which may be different than the person next door or across the hall. And maybe through doing that, I will help someone feel seen or heard or valued. And maybe it'll help them feel like they have one person in this space that's their safe space. Hopefully I could be that for someone Houston Craft, one of the keynotes at the most recent AMLE conference that I attended in Florida, during his speech about kindness, he said, leave them better than you found them. And that's what small interactions actually do. So before I go today, I wanted to make sure I talked to you about a strategy. I want to incorporate that in my podcast um, from here on out. So the strategy for today is called Question of the Day. And one of the things I used to do as a teacher for the first 10 days, and now I think I should have done it even longer. I know I should have done it even longer, but I would have a question every day that the kids had to answer. And like that first question always was from day one, who are three people that you want to make proud? And then the next day might be something like, what's your favorite, you know, three of your favorite foods. I don't do the favorite thing 
because that makes them have to do one and that kind of can get people stumped and they don't want to answer. So I try to say three or five or create a list or that kind of thing. But it's a question that has nothing to do with content, but just helps me to get to know them better. And it helps. And then I share things about myself and then they get to know me better. So Think about your question of the day. If you haven't done it already, think about how you can incorporate that into your classroom this week and the weeks coming up. Definitely as the new year comes and the semester switches over, how can you do a question of the day? You can do it at the beginning of class. You can do it as like an icebreaker or um, a reset in the middle of class or do it at the end. Either way, please invest that time. It's not a waste of time. Words matter. It's not a waste of time. It's investing time to get to know your students, allow them to get to know you and allow them to get to know each other, to create a sense of community in your classroom, a sense of community. And it's not just 25 or 27 people that actually take the same class with the same teacher at the same time, but it's actually 27 people, 25 people, however many people on your roster that are having the same experience. And they are really, really, really creating a community in your classroom because people are more likely to take care of one another when they're in a community instead of when they're in a class. All right. So that's it for me today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Um, make sure that you give yourself grace. Remember you can't give what you don't have. So first give yourself grace and then turn around and give it to somebody else. And then last take time each and every day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying greater is in me.